no equivocation, most of all, no guarantees. That can be your motto, free of obligation. Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with talented New York City jazz singer from France, Cyrille Amy. Her latest album, Let's Get Lost, was released in January of 2016 and is charting very well and getting rave reviews. Over the course of our conversation, we discussed her childhood in France, where they would host the annual Django Reinhardt Festival. From there, she fell in love with the gypsy lifestyle and has emulated that ever since. She is traveling the globe like a gypsy, giving all of her fans her voice, her music, and her charms. We discussed her jazz journey so far, so please dig this interview, my friends. Thank you for taking some time to talk with me today. I appreciate it. Of course. I'm going to go ahead, and I, I noticed on your website there was a flurry of activity, but in your own words, can you give me kind of an overview of what's been going on with you lately? Well, I just did a little tour in the U.S. to promote the, the release of Let's Get Lost, and now I'm about to do the same in Europe, and then I'm going to Japan. Yeah, that's what's going on these days. Right on. Do you like traveling? Yeah, I do. What's it like to be in front of different audiences? I mean, you got a vast difference between the Americas, Europe, and Japan. What's it like to be in front of those different audiences, giving your blend of jazz to them? Um, well, it's. I like it. I like to see the different uh, reactions, and I guess I I tend to adapt myself as well. The the every audience is different. So let's get lost is obviously doing very well on the charts, and I want to ask you this: what kind of uh, what went into making this album? What was the idea behind the songs and behind the feeling you have with this album? This album is kind of like the sequel to the previous one. It's a good day, and with it's a good day, I had kind of created this idea, this band the sound of this band in my head because I, I didn't know how these three guitars, three completely different guitars were going to sound together. One of them lives in France, the other one in Brazil, and, and one in New York. And so I kind of created this band in my head, just imagining it would be good. And with Michael, we worked really hard together, him and I, to create arrangements. And he he really knew, he knows the, the guitar, so he could really... Um, figure out what the roles for each guitars. But then the music was really created in the studio. Once I got everyone to come to New York and to record, that's when the music came to life. Whereas Let's Get Lost is the same band, but a band that's been touring together for, for years. We, we got to know each other really, really well and played a lot of concerts. So the music kind of was created on the road. And when we arrived in the studio, we could really concentrate on just the emotion and the vibe of the music rather than the arrangements and getting to know each other. And obviously that vibe was really positive. You got a lot of good reviews, and as I mentioned, it's great on the charts. What, what's that What's that feel like to you to see that it's getting such a great reception? Well, it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the, as much as I can share it, you know, it's I, I love it, and so if it gets reviews and it means people are going to want to see the, the live show so it's going to get to travel to them and that's what I want to do. You know when I read your bio and it said that you grew up in France that imagery of you at the window listening to the Django Reinhardt Festival is very distinct and uh, very cool. So talk to me a little bit about 
your childhood and how you acquired this love of not only music but more specifically jazz? Uh, I grew up in a little village where Django Reinhardt used to live. And so then every year there's a Django Reinhardt festival in his honor. And gypsies from all across Europe come in, in their caravan to honor him during the period of the festival. And so when I was little, I would always go to the festival, but I didn't really care much about the, the music. I was just going there because they had new telecraps and, and all my other friends were going there. But uh, I became friends with the gypsies. And uh, when I started to get to know their culture and became fascinated with their way of life and everything, that's when I started to understand the music. And that's what attracted me to the music is the, the way they live the music, which is really a music of of the of the present moment. And particularly what attracted me to jazz was the improvisation factor, the fact that you never know what's going to happen. And it, it everything... As long as you're honest, everything depends on the factors the, of the very moment. So that's what I loved about jazz. Right on. When did you start singing? Uh, when I met the Gypsies, when I was like 14. Did you always want to be a singer? You know, from that point on when you were around the Gypsies and started singing, did you have other dreams or what were you thinking was going to happen with your life? I didn't really think much. I just started singing and I really, really enjoyed it. So I just wanted to keep doing it and I just kept doing it until and I'm still doing that <laughs> right on very cool and then for some years you were kind of living like a gypsy going around Europe and singing what were those years like well it was really special and also I got to bring some of my friends from the school in New York uh, they had never left the country and I brought them all to Europe and to to busk around around Italy and France and Spain and it was really life-changing for them, and for me it was so, so much fun to to be doing that. So you won first place at the Montreux Jazz Festival in the vocal competition. What was winning that like? Did that open up a lot of doors for you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was my very first competition that I won, and uh, part of the first prize was to record, uh, to get to record a CD. So that was my first album. So that, that was already a a pretty big step, you know, to record a, an album. And then when I was performing, I could sell it and people could show it to their friends and word of mouth. And, yeah, it was it was good. Right on. So you had auditioned for the Star Academy, the French version of the American Idol, and walked away from it. From what I understand, you didn't get to do what you wanted to do. Is that kind of what happened? Well, I mean, it's... You know, it's a, it's a real TV show, and they don't want to hear jazz. They want to hear mainstream stuff. And I had just fallen in love with jazz, and that's the reason I was singing. And I kind of figured that they were not going to let me sing whatever songs I wanted. They were not going to let me do what I wanted on national TV. So, so yeah, basically, that's that's the truth. So let me ask you this. You, you've obviously stated that you're living in the moment and, you know, jazz is about improv, but what are you trying to say with your music? Is there a message that you're trying to kind of convey with, with your overall effect that you're putting out? I, I guess unintentionally I, I try to put out a, a positive message. It's I don't do it on purpose, but I'm always uh, attracted to lyrics that have a positive message. So I guess... Uh, 
and I think that's kind of my personality as well. So it comes through the music. Let me ask you this. Who have been your greatest teachers teaching you um, about music and about jazz? In college, it was Pete Malandrini. He's a great, great teacher. And what did you learn in a formal college environment about performing music and making music and singing it? Well, we learned a lot. We had ear training lessons, uh, repertoire lessons. Uh, basically, I had all sorts of classes except voice lessons. I was the the only singer in the school, and uh, there was no vocal program, but but I had somehow made it through. And um, so I was in a class full of instrumentalists, and I think it was great because it taught me to really think like an instrumentalist. And I think that's a that's a big part of my music. Other than Django Reinhardt, um, as as we've mentioned, was a huge influence. Who have been some of your other music influences, more specifically singers? Um, Ella Fitzgerald was the very the first one. She really contaminated me with this joy of hers, and um, and also the the scatting. I fell in love with the scatting. But other than that, there's so many: um, Nancy Wilson, Chet Baker, Bobby McFerrin, Billie Holiday, um, many. So if you could take that list and whittle it down a little bit. Who, if you could go back in time and see anybody, maybe a few musicians, who would you go see live? Ella. Yeah. Where, where, where would you go to see her? I don't care, wherever. Maybe like a little tiny little club, like Smalls or something. So let me ask you this. For someone that's dedicated their life to jazz and obviously loves jazz, why do you love jazz? Well, like I said, a music of the present moment. It's really, to me, jazz is not a style of music. It's a way of playing music a way of playing any music. It's honesty and freedom and being human, you know, with all your flaws and just being in the present moment. So let's say we talk in 10 years from now. What are you going to want to tell me has happened? My first question to you is going to be, what's been going on? What would you like to see happen, not only over the next 10, but maybe 20 years? What do you? What would you like to see happen for your career? Uh, I don't know. I just want to be happy. <laughs> nice. I don't really think, uh, I don't know, I, I'd like to visit more countries and spend more time in each of them rather than just one night in each city. But yeah, I just want to be happy. Right on. So everyone has their version of who you are. Your family does, your friends do, your fans do. But in your own words, who are you? Oh, I'm just a normal girl. <laughs> Final question. What's the greatest thing about waking up every day? Uh, the sunshine. Perfect. So really, thank you for taking some time out, opening up, and giving me your story. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to yet another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest singers and jazz players in New York, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe, giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Cerile for her time, music, and her honesty. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store or visit the neonjazz.blogspot.com for all things Neon Jazz. Until next time, enjoy the music, my friends. That's the answer for me. Neon Jazz.